Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you for joining us tonight on episode 15, season two of The Standoff with Brad and Richie here on New Zealand Sport Radio. We're here live every Wednesday on Facebook throughout the season. Thought it was a disappointing round to, to watch this week, Richie, with three of the, the four matches being one-sided, um, plus no Warriors game didn't really help. What did you think of the round? Yeah, it's for me, it's kind of always a little bit that way come come origin period, and you see a lot of these teams are sort of diluted uh, of their talent. So, yeah, I think that's what we saw there, and it obviously helped the Tigers. <laughs> And and didn't help the Panthers, but <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it's a bit it's a bit that way, but that's what yeah, it is exactly. when you don't have when you don't have a standalone window. That's it's just going to happen. Definitely, definitely. And while we're here live on Wednesday evenings at eight pm, you can also catch our show via our podcast on iHeartRadio at your convenience. Just remember to search for New Zealand Sport Radio. As always, we're going to be covering everything you need to know in the week that was rugby league, including our top stories of the week a review of the round 13 matches and our picks. Um, We'll then answer some questions from you before we preview the round 14 clashes and state of origin and make our picks. Um, And with Super League currently still in progress in the round, as I explained last week, the round's a bit funny. Um, We'll cover that next week instead. So um, tune in to get your rugby league news. and Remember to send us comments and questions throughout the show. And let's just get into our top stories of the week, Richie. Let's do it. Um, I think the first one um, kind of came out today is um, the Warriors are returning to Mount Smart um, this year on the 15th of August, which is round 22 in um, a game against the Bulldogs. Um, I'll just come to you with your thoughts first. Uh, stoked, obviously, mate. Um, it's been a long, long time coming. Um, I jumped straight on to to message you as soon as I saw it and I think we're both pretty pumped for it. I think I'll make a special trip trip up to Auckland from from down here for that one. Yeah, yeah, I think I'll make the the 20 minute drive to Mount Smart, I think. I think I'll do it. Um but yeah, I think it's pretty good. Um we talked prior going live that um there was a little bit of a disappointment in the Warriors community when um I think it was Saturday 
it was Saturday or Sunday, um, there was stuff all over Facebook about Cameron George was going to have an announcement on um, the, oh, Sunday because it was a Sunday footy show, yeah. um, which unfortunately is a show we can't watch in this country. Um, so we were having to get the news and um, the news was announcing a big concert before this week's game, which most Warriors fans already knew about. So it was a bit of a letdown. And I'm assuming that this deal hadn't been struck yet. Otherwise, this would have been an announcement um, at the time. Um, but disappointing um, to not get it at that time. But it's great to actually have the news. Um, the members have already been sent their tickets. I got my tickets today so I could print them out and um, put them away ready for the for the day. And fingers crossed everything COVID related stays okay. Yep. So it, it, it stays, but um, I think it'll be great. It'll be a, a great crowd. I think tickets go on sale for the public 3 PM tomorrow, um, which is great. So yeah, if, if you're in the area, you've got to get tickets because I'm sure it's going to be a sellout um, after two years of no footy. And then next bit of news, uh, go from an upper to a downer. Um, Brent Morris has officially announced his retirement. Um, I think we kind of knew everything um, that was going to happen after his um, unfortunate injury. Um, we spoke a lot about it when that injury happened, Richie, about um, how how big a career he's had and um, all the stuff he's done. And it's a horrible way to go out, but unfortunately... Um, professional sport can be a, a cruel beast at times and you don't always get to end on on your terms um a la cameron smith last year yeah it's a cruel one brett brett morris is one of the one of the good guys and one of the modern day sort of great outside backs um you know so cruel blow for for uh, morris but you know he can look back on his career and, and be pretty damn proud of what he's put out on the field he's he's a him and his brother, pretty special pair. Definitely. And um, before we move on, Simon commented, um, good evening, Simon. Um, as always, as I said last week, he would explain why the Super League round was weird. Um, it's due to the Challenge Cup semifinals. Um, that's why there was a bit of a delay. So cheers for that, Simon. And um, Nigel's here too. Hey, Nigel. Hey, Nigel. And um, Mark's jumped in too. Um, Mark from Ruin Hammer saying great news for the home fans for coming home. Um, Indeed. He, he's also put another comment up, which I'll bring up soon because it's next on the list. Um, Warriors have signed Storm Prop Aaron um, Penny on a two-year deal. I'm sure I've butchered his last name and I apologise to <laughs> him. Uh, um, but yeah, Mark's brought it up saying, um, what do you boys think of the new signing? Um, I posted a comment about it. Um, yesterday when the news was out, saying I haven't seen a lot of them play. And then you actually um, tagged me in um, a highlight reel, and um, I, I'm in love already. Um, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a former prop, so I, I kind of gravitate towards all the props that come our way. And um, I usually give them quite a bit of leeway when it comes to how they perform. Um, I, I'm not too crushed. But um, from what I've seen, Again, a lot of his highlight reels have been in reserve grade stuff, so it's really hard to judge. Um, but he looks like a strong runner. He's got some wheels on him. Um, I've seen that he, he's played a bit of center and second row as well. So um, it's, uh, yeah, a good a good signing, I think. Um, nice young talent. Uh, what do you think, Richie? 
Oh, I was a bit like you. I, I sort of had seen limited uh, bits and pieces of him, and then I saw some highlights and thought, yeah, this this guy is uh, going to be somebody that Brad's going to be a fanboy of. Uh, <laughs> big athletic looking looking chap. Um, yeah, I think I think potentially down the line we've got a new favourite player for Brad. Potentially, um, Ben Murdoch's still my my crush, so it'll yeah. take a bit of time before BMM's gone out of my heart. But um, like Mark's just said there, it's, do you think it means either Bunty or Leeson will be not offered a new deal? Um, I think it possibly means Leeson because I know the Warriors have already offered Bunty a deal, and I've seen on Facebook that Bunty's agreed to terms, but I haven't seen anything from the Warriors to actually confirm that yet. But I think potentially we've heard nothing about Leeson getting offered a deal yet. So it could potentially be um, Leeson on the way out. And potentially Jackson Frey, who's a, a young front rower that hasn't been given an opportunity yet. Um, he's in the last contract or deal of the year of his deal. So he's probably on the outer as well. Um, but yeah, until we get some confirmation from the club, we don't know. But yeah, what do you reckon? Do you reckon Leeson is on the way out? It, it looks like it could be that way because um, when we saw the signing announced, um, it, you know, a lot of the noise was well, we've already got quite a lot of middle forwards. Um, but yeah, Leeson sort of would be heading towards the back end of his career as well. So, you know, he's probably the one in my mind that, that he, you know, I think the Warriors might want to keep Bunty um, and maybe Leeson might be a sign that he might be on the outer. Potentially, yeah. Um, I like Leeson um, as well. <laughs> Going back into mm. my love of props, but um, <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to let him go. But I guess you can't keep them all um, in your rotation. If you look at how many, we kind of, I've gone on a bit about it in the past couple of weeks that I'm not a fan of Nathan Brown's rotation. Yeah. Um, on how how long he either keeps forwards on or how long he waits till he brings them on. And if you throw a few more props into that, it could muddy the waters a bit. Um, it's very hard to, to tell. Um, we've just got to wait and see. Um, as Mark said as well, he's um, seen nothing from the club too. And he, he's the big insider. He gets all the news. So um, if Mark doesn't know, no one does. So um yeah, and he's Mark's just commented again saying he thinks Bunty offers more with his hard running style. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's that's going to be the difference between him and Leeson. Leeson is very solid. You he he generally um, not this year, but he generally averages around 100 meters a game, and he's good defensively. But um, mm. Bunty gives you that little that little X factor in the front row, which I think they're kind of missing with the rest of the front rowers they have, with um, the exception of Adam Van Black. So I think yeah, that's gonna that's gonna be a tick in his area to keep him on. Um, we just got to wait and see if he agrees to the terms on the deal they put on the table for him. And um, next bit of news: we may as well keep going on the Warriors train. Um, Jazz Tavanga's resigned for another two years. Um, I think it's great, great news. Um, Millie, it wasn't the best news probably after his his simbining for. Um, his his little brain explosion last week but i think he offers so much to this club um and i feel like every team needs that that rugged little guy um in their team like you think of um 
you know, even with the Warriors, you think of your your Monty Beathams and your your Kevin Campions and things like that. Um, just a, a little tough, um, hard nosed forward that can get in there and do the dirty work. So um, I think it's a good good signing. Um, what do you think? I think it's a good signing. For me, he offers a point of difference to our forward pack. You know, um, bit of mobility, but also a lot of toughness. He's a polarizing figure, you know. I think looking around the social media landscape, when when um, the signing was announced, there was a, you're either happy about it or a lot of people were, were not so happy. But you know, you look across the season stats, he's actually he actually hasn't been penalized as much this year. I think it's quite low, actually. I can't remember what it was like five yeah. or six times. So um, you know. And that Sinbin, let me defend him. That Sinbin he got was rubbish. Uh, whiplash yeah. action. Let, let's let's be honest. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm all for it. Good signing. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, so happy to see him continue with the Warriors. Um, and um, Paul Turner, who used to be a Warrior, has officially announced that he's signed with the Titans for two years. Interestingly, though, it doesn't start till next year. So I'm not sure what he's doing in the meantime. Um, maybe just enjoying some R and R or playing some reserve grade over in Oz, but um, I think he's a he's a good pickup for the the Titans. Um, I was a bit upset when he were, he decided to leave, um, and then Reese Walsh came came through the mist, and I kind of was like, okay, I, I don't mind. Um, but yeah, very talented footballer, and um, I'm sure he'll have um, a great future ahead of him at the Titans, um, especially. I don't know where he's going to decide to play if he wants to go into the halves and maybe take over from Taylor. Um, that might be his goal or or where he's going to go there. But um, I see Mark. See, Mark's got all the news here. He um, turned his injured, yeah. so um, he's had shoulder surgery. So, yeah, yep. he's going to rehab hard and be ready be for, for round one. Yeah, yeah, rehab round one for the Titans. And, yeah, I think he'll have a field day with those big forwards over there. So um, good luck. Yeah, uh, I think with the Titans, he he probably get a, a crack. You know, over here, he he's been waiting in line a long time, and you know, I don't know that he was going to get his turn anytime soon. So, um, good for Paul. Hope he does well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And um, right, we'll we'll get off the Warriors at some point, I promise. But um, Adam Blair's been made a, a member of the New Zealand Order of Merit for his services to rugby league um, over Queen's birthday weekend last weekend. Um, great, great for Adam. Um, I haven't had too many dealings with the man myself, but from everyone, um, from everyone that, um, I've spoken to that have known him personally, um, they can't say enough good stuff about him. Um, I personally love, um, yeah, cheers, Mark. It's good. Someone's got to have information, um, Mark, um, cause, cause we don't have it. We, we just kind of ramble on, um, <laughs> But yeah, um, no, Adam Blair, um, I've really enjoyed what he's been doing on Warriors TV every week over here. Um, I And I think when he, he does the pre-match stuff a lot of the time before Warriors games, I think he he's so, he's not that long out of the game. So he kind of knows a bit more than some of the older guys there about the goings on. Um, he knows a lot of the Warriors guys personally being in the team with them for so long and he gives a good insight and He's been doing a lot um, for the the young Māori community, 
since he's retired as well and the young players coming through um which i think is going to reap um benefits for the warriors in the long term so um what are your thoughts yeah it's just testament to a lot of that work he's doing like you just pointed out brad um you know he's a and it, I'm like you, I enjoy a lot of the stuff he's doing right now with his um, punditry and, and, and bits and pieces on TV. Um, but it, he does a lot behind the scenes as well. I, mean, I met him a couple of times and he's a real nice chap. Um, yep. So congrats to him, you know. Definitely. And um, then a bit of interesting news from the Sharks. Um, it's been talked about at length already this week, but the Sharks have told Sean Johnson, Josh Dugan and Aaron Woods that they're not going to be re-signed um, next year and they are even willing to let them leave now if they find another club willing to take them on. Um, Bulldogs, Rabbitohs, you name it, have been thrown in the mix, interested in um, Sean Johnson. But um, what's your take on this stance um, with these three guys? I can understand Woods and Dugan, um, but I think I, I would have been keeping SJ on if I was the Sharks. Yeah, you can understand Woods and Dugan. Dugan's sort of been, well, he's getting later in his career and he's he's having his injury problems. Um, yeah, it's just a sort of wait and see what happens with uh, Sean because there's a lot of rumour going around. I think he even came out on Twitter and and said, don't believe all, everything you read, nothing sort of in stone at the moment. So, yeah, and he, I think even Simon, yeah, Simon's just said he, might end up in Super League, possibly. Um, whatever happens, I'm, you know, I'm sure yeah. he'll pick up a decent deal. Um, from what I've from what I've heard, like you said, he said, "Don't list, believe everything you've heard." But um, one of the things I kept I kept hearing was um, that he's not budging on his price, and um, that's kind of affecting teams that are interested in him. Um, mm. But yeah, I've even heard the Raiders have interested. Uh, uh, this so it, it's basically it's just like the Warriors of old, where whenever a player has been told they can go, everyone's saying the Warriors are, are looking at them um, just because they have some money in the till. So um, it's just a, a wait and see type approach, like you said. Um, so mm. we'll keep an eye on it, and um, we may even have some news on it for the show next week. Um, more more on players unwanted at their clubs, Matt Dufty. Um, um, we spoke about it. The Dragons don't want him. Um, he's rumoured to be um, meeting with the Raiders this week. Um, a lot of teams, including the Broncos, are interested in Dufty, but sounds like the Raiders are interested in um, bringing him in at fullback and moving Chans into the centres where he's played for the Kiwis. Um, what are your thoughts on, on Dufty? Well, he made a bit of a statement on the weekend, that's for sure. <laughs> he has his, he has his downsides. Like, um, you know, I, th I think they've spoken about what he does defensively sometimes. Uh, but, yeah, when he's on, he's dynamic and he makes a big difference to the Dragons' attack. So really interesting um, that I know they want to look at Cody Ramsey as the future probably as their fullback. But, yeah, I think Dufty... You know, wherever whatever happens with him, he he's got a lot of good footy in him, and um, yeah, I you know I think I think he's a dangerous player. So probably I know the Broncos need a bit of a uh, bit of help at fullback. Maybe they I know they're circling as well. So be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, I um there were rumours a while ago that the Warriors were looking at him to replace Roger, and I didn't want to touch him with a ten foot pole. 
Um, he's everything he's great at on attack. He's the exact opposite on defense. Um, mm. Like I know we've done it a few times when we played the dragons, but basically the golden rule is if you kick a ball up, so he has to catch it, uh, a bomb, he's not going to catch it. And mm. um, that that's a weakness. And sometimes he gets himself out of position defensively, but if I was the Dragons, I don't think Ramsey's any better in those stages. So it, it's not a like-for-like like swap um, mm. or an even swapping to a better player. So I wouldn't have been letting him go. But um, I've got a bit of a question about Dufty for you later on, so we'll leave it there for now. Yeah. Um, but um, Tim Sheens is rejoining the, the West Tigers as their head of football performance. Um, I think it's a good move for the Tigers. I think out of the, the bottom eight teams, I think, the Tigers have been one of the more impressive week to week. Um, they're not always winning, but they're always giving effort. And I think he he can really help them potentially go back to where they, they used to be back in the good old days. What do you reckon? It's been a while since those good old days. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, probably since Sheens was last there. So, yeah, he's a, he's a respected figure at um, the Tigers as well. So it can only be good. Yeah. And, yeah, going – backtrack a bit because Mark's dropped a comment. Um, yeah. I agree with him. I, I agree with you completely, Mark. I, I don't know. I wouldn't be moving uh, CNK. I'd be wanting him as my fullback. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. So, so for the listeners that aren't watching, Mark said it's weird that the Raiders are looking at Dufty when they've got um, CNK. Yeah, I agree too. They they seem to envision CNK becoming their next centre and that's why they're interested in this move. He can play centre well, but he's a great fullback and I think mm. we've seen um, it's not really much of a coincidence that the Raiders downfall has happened the same time he's been on, on the, in the casualty ward. Um, I think he offers so much to them from the back in attack. And um, yeah, I wouldn't be so keen to, to switch. It's not like you're getting uh, Ryan Pappenhausen or a, a James Tedesco yeah. that's coming to your club to, to take him off. It's, um, Matt Dufty is a great attacking player, as we said, but he's not in that top echelon of fullbacks. So um, I don't think he would be coming in and stealing his job. So interesting times. Um, it's just which team Dufty ends up going to, because he said a lot, even this week after the game, he doesn't want to leave the Dragons. It's um, So it's going to be interesting to see where he ends up. Um but we get into some um, Peter Volandi's news. Um, he came out during the week and admitted that the NRL should have consulted the players better before introducing the um, head contact crackdown. Um, there was quite a bit of news throughout the week that um, the players' union were looking at a way to try to get him out of his job and um, that they were very critical of how they approached this whole change that we saw in Magic Round. Um, it's, yeah... It's interesting to see him come out and say, yeah, we, we kind of did it wrong. They're not going to change, but they, they're saying like in the future that they'll, when they do these um, decisions, they might actually talk to the players first. Um, what do you reckon? Do you think um, they'll actually improve in their communication with the players or is this well, just a bit of PR? That, maybe a bit of PR, <laughs> but it's probably, yeah, for me, just – He's just coming out and saying that because of what was happening with the players' union and, and um, you know, a lot of media around it during the week. And uh, Ch Daly Cherry Evans was the first sort of face of that. Um, so, yeah, maybe it's 
maybe Peter's coming out to sort of, uh, you know, try and put out a little bit of a fire there. But, you know, you, uh, you hope he and, and going forward that communication around these sort of things might be a bit better because I'm sort of with the players' union on that one that, you know, the change for the players sort of came out of the blue without much consultation. Yeah. Uh, yeah. As we've spoken about before, I don't, I understand what they're trying to achieve. I just think it was, you, you can't expect everyone to change like that. Uh, let's see. Let's see. <laughs> yeah. There, there's always one in every, a black sheep in every family. Um, there Mark's commenting that he likes Richie's blue gear in the background. Um, yeah. Filthy, but it, it's fine. We'll, we'll move on. Um, and Simon's commented, um, Peter Volandis, he doesn't think he's good for our sport. I think the only people who like him are the media. He did save them. Yeah. So um, he's done a lot for the business ends of um, thing. And I think, I think he's riding on the curtails of getting league back on everyone's televisions last year during COVID, which um, I, I, can't praise him anymore for it was it was great having footy back um be good once it's back on this side of the tasman as well but Mm. um yeah i i still don't like the direction they're trying to take footy um where they're just trying to keep making it faster and faster and um trying to take some of that contact out not saying uh I've probably got a reputation now after the last few shows that I'm a bit of a grub because every every Simbin's been rubbish and contact <laughs> the head's fine. But um I get I get what it is. Um but we've seen even last year, this year, we've just seen injury skyrocket and you're pushing these athletes at breakneck pace all the time and they're breaking down and um not every team's like Manly where one player goes down, you fall apart, but it's going to be hard to try to keep viewers watching if you're going, here's the Panthers with 10 players out injured against the Storm with 15 players injured. Um, so there's got to be give and take. Um, yeah, and Simon's mentioned Peter V needs to stop slagging off people in Melbourne. Um, yeah, hey, I think it's a lot of that and his constant... Um, like going against AFL. I know it's a big battle in Australia trying to get those AFL guys, but it kind of, in my opinion, from the outside looking in, it kind of makes the NRL look petty. Um, The the AFL, I don't see a lot of the AFL stuff, so I don't know how much they're giving back in media, but I don't see a lot of that. So it kind of sees like the NRL's the little brother nagging the big brother um, instead of going just making making the production on the field better and uh, go look this is exciting watch it um kind of like what we're seeing with sky um yeah so there simon's just mentioned the afl chairman never talks about the nrl because it's the competition you don't want to talk about the competition um mm. you don't want to you don't want to hear um the warriors talking about the all blacks every five seconds um it's the same type of thing in my eyes but um focus on the nrl that's what you're trying to build um and just try to make it exciting but don't turn it into just touch footy um where we've got um 13 skinny young guys running all over the park you've got to have some big boppers in there because that's what i love um but yeah i'm very biased (laughs) um 
But yeah, we'll get off him for a bit and get down to Anthony Milford. Um, he's out for at least a month after injuring his knee. Most likely played his last game as a Bronco. Um, what do you reckon? I reckon yeah, he probably wouldn't be making the team anyway, um, you know, uh, if, if the Broncos had their way. So, uh, yeah, possibly possibly played his last game. Um, yeah, he's just he feel, just looks like – I feel sorry for him. I do. He looks yeah. like someone that he, – he he's just down in confidence and he's he, he's not doing the things he was able to do three, four years ago. And, in, you know, the Broncos – and that time has gone from bad to worse. So, yeah. Yeah. Interesting to see what happens with him from here on in, like Mark's yeah, just pointed out. Mark's just said he doesn't know where Milford goes from here. To be honest, I think it's Super League. Um, I think he had his chance. We talked about it last week. He had his chance to kind of show NRL teams what he had, and he just had a horrible night, and this injury doesn't help. Um, so he's not really – building anything to say there's something there keep me around so um he he'll probably be super league bound and be a superstar over there um again but yeah i don't see any nrl team really interested in picking him up and um but speaking of that carmichael hunt's back um we talked about him signing a a train and trial deal he's making his return for the broncos this week um it's actually made me more interested in this game to be fair um interested to see how he goes i i never really had anything against carmichael when he played in the nrl other than when he played for australia um after saying no to the kiwis um but um i as simon said the only problem with the nrl players is you can't get contracts in australian super league hasn't got the money it used to yeah um they don't have the big bucks as they used to over there um but I guess what is it? Is it taking a, a little bit of money in the Super League to continue career, or do you go and pay for petrol money at your local club in Oz? It, what do you do? Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. But I think Carmichael. It'll be interesting to see how he goes. It's not like he's coming into a superstar team that's going to help him look good. He he's really going to have to go in there and, and earn a spot um, with the Broncos, but. Be fair, they can't really do any worse, can they? No, they can't. Maybe they're looking for a bit of experience. Um, you know, he back back when he was playing for the Broncos, they they were one of the good teams. So, um, yeah, it, like you said, Brad, it adds a lot of interest in, into their game just to see how he goes. So, uh, good luck to him. Yeah. He's, he's getting on a bit, so hopefully he can bring a whole lot of experience and, and get them get the Broncos humming. Yeah, and Mark's just mentioned that the new North American League might be an option for Milford. That's true. That that could be an option for him. And um, he can play some exciting football when he wants, which is great to try to get those Americans in, interested. It's just a shame they're starting it now. If they'd started a couple of years ago, I would have been keen to go over. Um, sure, I could make an American team. Um, but, yeah, yeah. Um, Talking about the Broncos, we may as well segue straight into our round 13 review, which started with the, the Broncos getting smashed by the Dragons, 52-24. Um, oh, yeah, and Simon's just mentioned, yeah, the rugby league's been cancelled this year, but it'll be back next year, which is perfect timing for Milford to move over as well. So, um, yeah, I, I'm still keeping an eye on that. Um, I think they're going to try to do some games within the um, – 
like the different conferences, but not traveling across America. But that might have all been shelved now. Um, I'll do some more research on it. So I actually sound like I know what I'm talking about next week. Um, but yeah, the first game on Thursday night, Dragons 52, Broncos 24. Um, we talked about it already with Dufty, but um, he kind of did uh, quite a, a good showing for himself um, in the in the bid to try to get a contract. Um, two tries, five tries, this 132 running meters. Um, the media actually came out and said that um, the Broncos contacted his management straight after the game, <laughs> saying about interested in coming and joining them. Um, I think the Dragons were just too good here. The, the Broncos did stay competitive in the first half and then just fell away in the second um, I think Jack Bird moved into the second row, which is actually a good move. I thought he played really well there. Um, he, he's a little bit bigger than he used to be, um, which happens to all of us as we get a bit older. But um, I think, yeah, he, he did really well in the centres. He, he's defensively sound. Um, he's still got that that playmaking ability um, that we've seen from him in the backs. So he, he can um, he set up a good try. Um, scored a good try himself from some woeful Broncos defense. But um, what do you think about this game? Uh, this game just proved to me once and for all why in this day and age did not tip the Broncos. Um, <clears throat> I made I made that mistake. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have gone a couple of head of bread in our tips. But um, yeah, no, they were they were pretty brittle, weren't they? And I yeah. was expecting a close game out of this one. But yeah, Broncos just didn't really have any defense and, and Dufty just cut them to shreds. And like you said, Jack Bird was also very good. So um, yeah, surprising for me because the Dragons haven't looked like doing this in the past few weeks, but there you go. They put it on them. Yeah. And um, for the Broncos side of things, I think um, TC Robardi um, played quite well. He um, unfortunately, he, he scored two tries, kept them in it, and then he got Simbind, which started – the dragons going on a rampage um not to say that he was at fault but it was definitely a, a, a momentum swinger after his um his double but um he he looks very good at such a young age it's good to see um the broncos aren't letting every young gun go so um yeah it's um good win for the dragons unfortunately it keeps them in the eight for another week um i keep i keep hoping that they they lose a, a game or two um but, yeah, and um, Mark said Albert Kelly's been a big surprise. I think, yeah, Albert Kelly's actually playing really well. Um, I didn't expect much when I heard the Broncos had signed him. Um, admittedly, he hasn't got a lot of competition in the halves there. Um, but I think I think him and Carmichael could do something to, nice together, possibly. But, um, yeah, it's always – you those comeback stories are always good when you see a player come back from adversity and um, make a name for themselves. So I, I like those, those Hollywood-like stories. But um, I still think the Broncos are, are a mess. What would you do to fix them? I'm giving you the job right now. <laughs> Who knows, mate? Um, yeah, if Anthony Seabold and now Kevy Walters can't fix it, then I, I've got little hope of fixing them. <laughs> but, yeah, it looks like they've got – probably a couple more years uh, down Struggle Street, unless Adam Reynolds really comes in next year and makes a big difference to them. Um, 
But yeah, they they really need to see results start turning around so they can start attracting some good players again and and you know t- uh, turn into a formidable team again. They've got some positives going forward with Reynolds signing and and Katoni Staggs re-signing on. So yeah, yeah. There's, I think it's it's just an attitude thing. I think um, if they had the same attitude that the Tigers have, where like I said, the the Tigers aren't always winning but they're giving it 100% and they take every team that faces them to the limit. Um, if they had that attitude, if the Broncos were losing, consistently losing, but you were fighting to beat them, I think it wouldn't be as bad. It's still bad losing, but um, if you're getting 50 put on you like every second week, it's it's not it's not good for your confidence, that's for sure. It's not the Broncos that – it's not the Broncos of yesteryear, that's for sure. Um, yeah. The Broncos back in the day would never get 50 put on them once in a season, let alone multiple times in the past two years. So, Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, but speaking of the Tigers, we'll go into uh, the second game of the round. Um, this is the one that I got wrong in our tips. Um, the Tigers beating the Panthers 26-6. to It was the upset of the round for me, but not for you because you picked this. So um, I'll let you start off. What did you think of this game that you predicted? Yeah, I... I had the crystal ball out handy with that one, Brad. Um, it's just the Panthers had, for me, like, yes, the personnel that they put out was still good and they still had a lot of quality across the park, but it was just a lot of disruption to their spine, you know, in that key area. And it, it sort of showed because Matt Burton, who's been going really good guns out in the centres, switched into the halves and then didn't really have, too much of an impact and, and made a couple of errors here and there. And yeah, they just didn't look as cohesive as they have uh, in a long while. And, and you can pretty much put that down to the number of players they had out. And, and prior to that, they've had a pretty solid team and not a lot of injuries um, for a long while now, which obviously has translated to results for a long period. Yeah. So that's a long time before they've lost a regular season game. So, yeah, it is. Um... Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It was also um, Charlie Steen's first regular season defeat of his career. Wow. So, so um, a, lot, a lot of these guys haven't really felt what it's like to lose in a round. Millie, um, they've felt the the most brutal loss of them all, which is a grand final. Um, mm. But, yeah, I'm a bit more harsh than you. I, I think we've seen, we've seen teams like Melbourne 
play without their entire spine and put 50 on teams. Um, it's not like the Panthers were playing the Rabbitohs or the Eels or like a top six team. They were playing the uh, the Tigers, who do always give their effort. So I was still disappointed that they got the that they lost here. But um, just yeah, Panthers just didn't play well. I think they they had the talent. Yeah. I, I think Burton wasn't terrible, but I think he left a lot to be desired. Um, and yeah, Max just said Staines really offers nothing to the Panthers set speed. That's very true. They still had um, my boy Momorowski and um, Crichton in the centres. And they still had a lot of good players there from the Kiwi contingent and Kakao. Um, so I think they still should have done done better than they did. Um, a loss is still thing, but losing by 20 to the Tigers, I don't think would have been acceptable. Um, I feel sorry this week. Um, for the Sharks, because I think the Sharks are going to be on a bit of a hiding to nothing for the Panthers having something to prove, um, even if they don't have their Origin guys back. But, um, yeah, and Mark said he was actually at the game because he, he's one of these people that gets to go to live football. Um, we don't know what it's like over here, Mark. But, um, yeah. Were you one of the ones giving it to Ivan Cleary, Mark? Because he, <laughs> he was copping a lot. He was, yeah, it's not a good look, but it happens every year due to the situation that Cleary was in where he kind of left them in the lurch. Um, so I, I understand. Um, but, um, yeah, don't you, Mark, say he doesn't want to rub it in. Yeah, I see it on Facebook. It seems like you go to every game of every round, so um, you rub it in all the time. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, Mark said not as a Warrior supporter because we love Ivan. Um, of course. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't do it, but I can see it from the Tigers fans' point of view. Um, he came in and they were actually gaining some momentum with him as coach and then um, Lady Gus Gould calls up. Ivan says, we're going to lose your son to the Tigers if you don't come back. Can you come back, please? And so he did. Um, I don't like the way he left, but it's a few years ago now. The Tigers fans got a kind of let it go yeah. um but yeah i i think yeah full credit to the tigers like i said they just always give it a hundred percent and um i don't see them winning this week but i'm sure they're going to um take the eels to the limit um next game on saturday we saw our first competitive or our only competitive match of the round with the storm beating the titans 20 to 14 um titans um Simon's just mentioned he'd love Ivan to be coach of the Warriors. Man, I still think that's one of the two biggest mistakes the Warriors have made in their history. It's number one, letting Ali Lautiti walk out the door, and number two, letting Ivan do the same thing. Um, if I could go back in time and change things, those are the two I would do. Um, Warriors should never have let him go. Um, and uh, I think that the painful thing was that well, he didn't want to go either. So... Um, yeah, we can thank Wayne Scarra for that, but um, thank thank goodness he's not around anymore. Um, but yeah, back to the back to the Storm Titans game. Um, Titans almost got this. <laughs> Max just said signing John Wright was a big mistake too. Oh, we could we could talk all night about players they shouldn't have signed. Um, Jesse Royals won for me, but um, we go back to the Storm game, guys. We go. <laughs> um, <laughs> Titans almost 
took this to Golden Point, but um, Brian Kelly um, had a oh. bit of a, an Adam, Adam Pompey hungus moment and went himself. Oh, um, what was he thinking? He, yeah, I I don't know. I think he would have been hiding in the sheds afterwards. Um, and, uh, that was oh, a hey, shock. Bobby, yeah. Hey, Bobby, Bobby's saying, yeah, um, we need him back. I don't see him ever coming back. I think he's quite comfortable in Penrith. Um, he'll stay there as long as the Sun does. And Simon says, yeah, do you think the Sunshine Coast should have an NRL team? Um, yeah, it was um, – Sunshine Coast has really been um, putting on some big performances, um, being the the new makeshift home for Storm until Melbourne sorts their crap out with COVID. Um it's yeah, not a bad place. Um, it, I think potentially it could end up just being a, a place where the storm go. Um, they might throw a couple of games there every year. Um, but yeah, yeah, and um, we're getting back to this game. You guys are getting me backtracked. But um, Mark's commented, Jaden Campbell um, had a solid debut. Yeah, I thought um, yeah. Preston Campbell's son in his first game. I thought he played well. He's um, yet another young superstar on the rise. Um, we're getting a lot of them this year, um, which is great for the NRL in total um, with a lot of young talent rising to the top here. But, um, yeah, I thought he was very solid. Um, did a great tackle on Nico Hines. Um, mm. Just stopped them in this place. And um, I think, yeah, basically the Titans showed a lot of spirit, but they just didn't um, have the finesse to get the job done. And the Storm just do what the Storm do, which is win. Um doesn't matter who's playing and who they're playing against they know how to get the job done um which is what we saw here yeah pretty much they they've got that winning mentality and even when there's you know they're not sort of playing vintage storm footy uh they still find a way the storm are they yeah the titans actually i echo your thoughts brad they they were pretty courageous and i thought the storm would would have put uh put more points on the titans but you know they hung, they hung tough, and if not for a couple of brain snaps like the um, Brian Kelly one, ignoring a clear two on one, you know they it could have been a different result. So, but could have been, yeah, yeah. Here we are and, talking um, about another storm win. Yeah, and I know everyone's tipping the Panthers to go all the way at the moment. Um, sports bet in Australia is even paying out people their bet on them to win the grand final already, but my money's still on the Storm at the moment. I think the Storm. Um, I think they just know how to win. And I think it'll be, I think that's going to be the final again. I think it's going to be Penrith Storm. Um, and yeah, I would probably be putting money on the Storm in that again. But Penrith, you can never really rule them out, but the Storm are just natural born winners, unfortunately, um, especially since they're playing us this week. Um, I think, um, I think this week showed, how important the the halves are to Penrith, though, didn't it? Um, yeah, Cleary and Cleary and Luai. I mean, I think if one of those guys goes down at the back end of the season, um, then I think we really start looking at it's a good chance a storm might do it because, um, yeah, they they just seem to cover um, co- they their depth just seems to cover losses of pl- players a bit better. Um, yeah, this they seem to. Sort of, new- Second to yeah, none in that every, department. Every new guy that comes in just becomes the next big thing. So yeah. um, you think how well they've been playing the last couple of weeks, and it's still all without Ryan Pappenhausen. Um, mm. Cameron Munster's been gone. Um, he's back tonight, obviously, in origin. Um, 
So um, hopefully he's not back for the Warriors game this week. Hopefully they decide to rest him after being away for in- injured for so long. But um, yeah, they're just a, a good team as much as I don't like to admit it. Um, but that brings us to the last game of the round. Um, the Eels embarrassing the Knights on um, Old Boys Day in Newcastle, um, 40 to 4. Um, not really much to say. The Eels just had a field day. Um, they scored five tries in the first half, including a double to um, Mike Acevo, which made him mm. the third fastest player to get to 50 tries. Um, he's only behind um, Vunavalu and um, Semi, Semi Truck. Um, so. Good, good kudos for him. I think he, he's a great, he's a great try scoring weapon. Mm. Who did you, who did you just name off there? Vunavalu um, and and Semi. I, I never yeah. get his name right. So Semi. That's track. what we. That's what the Warriors need. A Fijian winger. The stats we prove it. A Fijian winger. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, we've got Junior Rituva. Um, he's injured at the moment, but I think he's coming back on the books next season. So he kind of fits that mold. Yeah. So, um, Time, time will tell. Um, and yeah, Mark's commented, Knights lacking direction. Yeah, I think Great that's time. the biggest thing. Yeah. Um, Mitchell Pierce has been gone. He was a massive loss. Blake Green retiring. Um, they did have their, their new boy, um, Jake Clifford. Um, he he didn't really play as good as he did against the Warriors the week before. Um, but... Um, He'll, he'll get there in time. They just need some people around him. I think if you had Clifford and Pierce out there, it's a different story. Still no Ponger as well. Yeah. Um, they're missing a lot of guys that are the ones generally tasked with directing the field of play. So, um, yeah, they were kind of onto a hiding to nothing beforehand. But um, the Eels, they just need to continue playing with this kind of ruthless aggression um, if they want to stay in the top four. There's a lot of teams nipping at the heels and they can't do the play really well one week, be off the next like they have been. Um, they just need to put their foot down and um, take advantage, especially with most of their talent not going um, not going well. Um, oh, not going into origin, sorry. Um, they get to keep everyone. Mark's just said we have them in two weeks. Yeah. Um, that's um, Is it the Knights or is it the... Knights, yeah, I the think. Knights. Isn't it? Yeah. We lost them last yeah, time, so... We did, yeah. Um, the Knights are a Revenge. different team um, than they were when we played them in the second round, though. So yeah, it's definitely. definitely a winnable game for the Warriors. And um, Simon's um, Simon said he doesn't like having NRL games at the same time as State of Origin. Yeah, we should too. turn this into a representative round where we could have a Kiwi Origin or Oceana Cup. Yeah, we've talked about it quite a bit um, yeah. with you, Simon, even on the show that. Um, yeah, it kind of takes a sting out. Um, this week was kind of like my, my first week off as such where um, I wasn't writing live match reports or things. I did write a mid-season review for my website um, and I, I write a weekly wrap-up for a, a site in Australia. So I still watch all the games, but um, it just doesn't feel the same when there's only four. Um, and I, I'd love to see some... So you've got so much Kiwi talent... Um, Pacific Island talent, um, something like that would be good. Make like a, a week of it where you have me and may move your origin to like the Saturday night um, and do like the Wednesday you do one game, Friday you do another or, or something. I'm not sure. They they could do something around it. Mm. But um, 
yeah so that goes to our picks we um we were bang on again three from four each um i got the dragons broncos game right and you got the panthers tigers game right which um sees you leading still um 71 out of 100 to my 70 so we're still neck and neck um but yeah hopefully i can change that at some point um not this week looking at what our tips are but um We'll go into um, looking at the ladder before we move on a bit. Um, so still really, it's basically identical to what it was last week um, with all the buy teams getting just their two points. Um, our top four is um, still Penrith, Storm, Eels, and Rabbitohs. Um, Roosters and Manly are just behind them at fifth and sixth with the Cowboys and the Dragons sitting in the the quicksand levels of seven and eighth, which seems to be able to potentially change every week. Um, and then, yeah, the Warriors are just outside on ninth and Cronulla 10th. Tigers have gone up to 11th now um, after their win. Titans down 12th. Raiders the 13th. And um, I think that officially rules the Raiders. I think we ruled the Raiders out last week, didn't we? Yeah, pretty much. Um, Bulldogs are still at the bottom. Um, Broncos not far behind. Then Newcastle fourteenth. So where's our where's our switch? Where, where's our cutoff now? I still think up to Gold Coast have a chance because you know once rep period's gone and, and um, they get a run. Hopefully they get an injury free run and they have Big Tino and David Fafita David get back into form. They, they're still a chance. You know, they're not, you don't write them off yet, but the way they've defended, probably not. So, yeah, 11 or 12, yeah. I think. Uh, yeah. I don't see Cronulla yeah. or West Tigers cracking the eight, to be honest with you. So I still think it's sort of ours to, ours to lose, really. Yeah. Um, in my review, I, I looked over the, the upcoming rounds and there's 12 games left for the Warriors and I pick three that I don't see them winning and the others are all ones they can win. Doesn't mean they're going to win all of them. Knowing what the Warriors are like, they might lose all of them and win those three that I don't think they're going to win. Um, but it's definitely they're, they're right. Getting that win against the Cowboys would have been great. Um, it would yeah. have really had them in control, but they've still got enough control over their own destiny. We're not in that horrible position we usually are as Warriors fans where you're going, they need to win this many out of this out of these games. Um, we're in the driver's seat, which is great at this time of year, especially when you think you've got Adam Fanua Blake and the likes coming back in. Um, mm. So good. Um, unfortunately, they do have um, a tough, tough team this week, but um, I think they're definitely in the driver's seat. So hopefully that means... Um, when they come back to New Zealand in round 22, um, it's actually um, in a position where they're actually going to be playoff bound. So um, fingers crossed for us there. And um, yeah, Mark mentioned that game two of Origin is playing on a Sunday and um, it's been class rep round, but there's no other rep games and no NRL at all. It's just one game of Origin. Um, Funny, eh? Funny. Yeah, I, I don't understand. I, I know... We, we can be a bit biased because we're Kiwis. Um, so I love Origin, but it's not the be-all and end-all of my footy. Um, so I'd love to see them actually bring in, um, yeah, like we talked earlier, Oceana, bring in like a, a Tonga versus New Zealand or something like that. Get those other guys, um, you know, 
I feel like 80% of the NRL um, aren't eligible for Origin now. And it's all the good players um, you want to see playing can't play. Um, so they, they need to do something, especially if you're going to wipe out NRL for an entire week because um, there's only so much talking about Reese Walsh we can do on a show if there's no games to talk about. Um, but we'll see. And, yeah, Mark said the, the two one-point losses against Manning and Cowboys could come back to bite us, yeah. yeah. That is, those are those are games they should have won and potentially could be points that they actually needed um, when we fast-forward a few a few rounds. Um, fingers crossed, though, that that isn't the case, but um, we'll see. Um, we haven't really had any questions because um, we've kind of been answering them as we go, um, but we had questions for each other. Um I'll go first because I talk too much, so I'll let you talk for a bit. Um, with the Dragons not wanting Dufty, as we've been talking about, my question for you is where should he go? Um, is there a team you think that would suit his style? So not necessarily the teams that are saying we want to get him and moving our already players, but what teams do you see he could fit into with his current style? Uh, so we talked a bit about... I know he's meeting with the Raiders, and and that makes no sense to me because of CNK. Broncos for me, I think you know the Broncos, and we spoke a bit about what would we do to f- change their fortunes. Um, their spine just needs a shake up, you know, uh, and it's a good start getting Adam Reynolds. I know Katoni Staggs has spoken that he might like playing five eighth. Uh, some at some point he makes a very good center, but you know Dufty would be a good addition to them. Uh, they have Asako tr- at the moment. He's he's sort of rocks and diamonds, and on the weekend he he delivered the rocks. So Dufty's a bit that way too. But you know uh, another another playmaker I think would really suit the Broncos and help them out because yeah, Asako is as good as he can be when he's on he's not really a, the biggest playmaker in the fullback role he's he's a good runner with a good step and and goal kicker obviously but i think of all the teams that might need somebody like dufty he would suit the broncos i know he was float his name was floated around with and warriors circles but i see him being a similar sort of player to reese walsh and i think you know too many players small in stature with defensive issues might not go so well for us yeah um so we actually got a question now from mark um saying what's your thoughts on jerome luai coming out and saying he won't play for australia do you think players playing origin should commit to the kangaroos um you may as well keep going because it's a new south wales player so i don't really care hey look um, i I think (laughs) it's awesome he wants to play for his heritage i think that's that's fantastic and it will only strengthen international uh, rugby league are you biased being a being a Samoan though? Is that just your oh, Samoan? Oh no, out? no, absolutely not. Had it been <laughs> had it been Fiji or Tonga, same answer. It's really good having a player of his quality pledging his allegiance to his heritage. Um, I don't really care what Australia do with you know their around state of origin, what happens there because they've sort of always treated it like a trial for the kangaroos in the past anyway. So. Um, yeah, you know, I, if I, I think for me, if, if it strengthens the international game, that's really good because the Aussies are always looking after their backyard with with Origin and 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 things like that. So, yeah, 
I think it's yeah. Cool. Yeah, I, I don't mind it because it does help strengthen the, the international game and maybe it will let, um, yeah, and uh, but Max just said as well, yeah, I've always believed that if you pledge your country or your heritage, then you don't play Origin. I see that point of view as well because um, I, I do still see Origin as an Australian thing. So if you're playing Origin, you should be classed as an Australian. Um, being yeah. the white guy on this panel, I feel a bit awkward. <laughs> I don't want to make it sound um, that way, but I also can see it as a bit of a loophole um, yeah. for players that want to play Origin. Um, like that would, we talked about the Jason Tomololo wanting to play for Queensland. If he had never worn a Kiwis jersey, he technically would be playing Origin because he plays for Tonga and they class Tonga as a second tier nation, which I still think is ridiculous because Tonga is a tier one nation in my eyes um in terms of league now with all the talent they have um but yeah if yeah i'm sitting on the fence on this one i don't know no i guess i guess from an origin point of view it would be weird seeing like if we looked at it uh it would be weird seeing kiwis run around uh people playing for the kiwis also running around origin you know so yeah. I take Mark's point. It, it, from an origin point of view, it would it would um, I know it would annoy a lot of Australians and state of origin fans, and you can understand that because you want people who bleed blue or bleed maroon playing state of origin. Yeah. So I don't know if we really answered that question properly. We just ran around it. Um, he's also asked where do we think Sean Johnson will end up. Um, I don't know. Um, I still have a feeling he's going to go to the Rabbits. Um, I know. Um, I think that Wayne Bennett factor, I think if anything, if those rumors about money is true, I think if anyone trumps money, it's Bennett. Um, and um, yeah, I I just have a feeling. I, it doesn't mean it's going to be right, but that's where I, th I feel like he's going to go. Do you think it suits the bunnies? You know, he's sort of, for me, he's kind of, a, his role is similar to Cody Walker. I think I've always thought of Sean as a number six and more of a running number six. I know he's slowed down a bit nowadays, but um, he's not an org like an organiser in the same breath as uh, Adam Reynolds. Yeah, um, I think he's trying to change his style, though. He, he's yeah. not trying to be... A bit like we saw Benji, how Benji yeah. is kind of, as he went on, he, he changed his whole style. Like the Benji we see now is not the Benji that started running around, running length of field tries and, and stepping. Um, Mark said um, he thinks he'd be better suited at the Broncos with Reynolds. He'd be a great fit at the Broncos as well. I just don't know if they have the coin now. Um, mm. After shelling out, um, if they can get him cheap, then that's a good place to go. But if they're also looking at Dufty, um, I think, yeah, if, if they don't end up getting Dufty, um, then I think Johnson will be an option. Um, and then they'd just keep Ozarko at fullback. Um, I just want to see him keep playing. Um, mm. he, he's always been exciting to watch, and um, I always like seeing him go. Um, but, yeah. We got your question for me. We may as well go. I know. I know. Max said he's going to bombard us with questions, but we've got at least twenty minutes left before we have to sign off. So um, don't bombard us with too many. 
um <laughs> but yeah your question for me rich yeah cool man um I know you love Nathan Brown's uh, games when it comes to team naming Tuesday. I know you're a big fan of it. He likes to play smoke and mirrors a bit. Um, what do you see the team being when they run out on the weekend? What What do you think he'll he'll do with the lineup? I, th- oh, yeah, I, I hate him making his weird picks. Um, it, it causes a nightmare for me. Um, I'm just going to go back. I'm going. I'm googling as we speak to look at the lineup. Fenor Blake will be will be um, if he's not starting, he'll be in the 17. Um, I know as much. Um, Brown's even come out and said that um, if he's fit, he'll be there. Um, that might be the only change, unless yeah. uh, unless Ken comes back in um, for Kossi. Um, How is Ken tracking? I haven't heard much on Ken at the minute. I haven't heard much either. That's a Mark question. So, Mark, if you fill us in on how Ken's going at the moment. Because um, now he had a bit of a – it was a calf complaint, I think. Mm. Um, but, yeah, looking at the extended bench, you, you've actually got Jazz still on the extended as well. Um, so I feel Jazz will come in. Um, I feel like he's just too valuable on coming in as, like, the 14th man even. Um because at the moment their their bench is quite heavy. Um, I, I don't see us running with basically um, there. There's two props in second rower right now, but you could effectively call them all front rowers at the size they are. Um, mm. So yeah, I think a bit of change there. Um, I'd say yeah, Jazz, Jazz and Ken and Fenor Blake coming in, um, and uh, Fenor Blake coming in. I maybe. Jermaine Tanoa Brown or Kane Evans would be the one that loses this week to bring him in. Yeah, um, yeah what's what's Mark said? Kossi drops out, Mamalo comes in, Fanua Blake for Leeson, Leeson back to the bench and Evans drops out. Yeah. Um yeah. and then yeah, Jazz to the 17, Merch or Ciro to 18th. Yeah. When I was looking at the ex, um the bench, I was seeing Murchie as potentially the guy that would lose out to Tavanga. So yeah, I'll just jump on Mark's back here and take that answer. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, if Nathan Brown could just say this is the 17 um, on Tuesday, it would be it would be great for me. Um, hurts hurts my NRL fantasy scores, um, <laughs> not knowing who's playing. Um, so we may as well go into our preview and picks. So um, first up, we have got tonight's game. We got um, the underdog Easy. Queensland team um, Easy. against New South Wales, um, playing playing in Townsville. So it's going to be hard for Queensland there. Um, oh yeah, and Mark said he knows Ken's ready to play. If he passes captain's run, he'll play. So nice. there you go. Yeah, I see him coming in. So um, yeah, who you got? Have you got the um the mighty Queenslanders, or have you got the the woeful New South Welshman? It's not even a question, Brad. New South Wales. New South Wales. I'm going with my team, Queensland. So um, we'll we'll see who what happens there. Um. <laughs> First up, though, on Friday, um, we've got Seagulls versus Cowboys. Um, I've gone with Seagulls. Um, I think I think Cowboys, they've looked good. Um, Seagulls, I think they should be okay. Depends. Uh, might change this pick if Tommy Turbo's not playing. But, yeah, I'll go with Seagulls right now. Yeah, me too. I th- they were disappointing last time out, uh, um, you know, and – 
Tommy Turbo was handled pretty well last game out. I think, you know, if he's playing, I think they might bounce back from that last one. Yeah, see, Mark yeah. just said too. If Turbo was rested, Cowboys win. I could agree. I could yeah. see that happening too. So, but I've tipped, yeah. I've tipped Manly. So hopefully, Turbo's not rested. Yeah, and um, before we move too far on, Simon's picked the the Maroons by six. So um, you're in my good books. Um, you've you've given me your picks for the rest of the round, which I'll bring up once we've finished ours. So um, next up on Friday, we've got Sharks Panthers. Um, I'm sticking on the Panthers train. I'm going with them again. Um, I, yeah, I think they're going to punish the Sharks. Sharks haven't looked that great. Um, yeah, I think it'll be too easy for Panthers. Sharks didn't. Uh, Sharks didn't look too bad last time around against Titans. Um, Panthers have named all their Origin guys on an extended bench. Is that correct? At this they stage, have, yeah. not, it's the. I've still picked the Panthers. <laughs> I, yeah. I think they'll. I think they'll bounce back. Um, be surprised. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see if any of those guys actually make a surprise um, inclusion before game time. I, I think most of them will um, will play. Have a rest. Um, oh, you think they will play? No, I think they'll. Well, no, yeah, it's the Panthers. I think even if the Panthers came out and lost, um, yeah, it's not the end of this season. Um, so they might potentially read. And yeah, Mark said players picking it two days after Origin as a as a question. Yeah, so they might. Um, I still think. I, I thought they were good enough to beat the Tigers, so I think they'll be good enough to beat the Sharks without the guys. Um, and they've at least had experience without their spine there now. Um, so, yeah, we yeah. both pick Panthers there. We both pick Panthers there, yeah. Yeah, cool. Um, next game on Saturday, we've got Titans-Roosters. Um, I've gone with the Roosters. Um, just, yeah, I every time I seem to go against the Roosters, I've, um, I've got it wrong. So I'm just backing them now. Yeah, me too. Almost the same reason. I think yeah. <laughs> whenever I've tipped against them this year, they've thrown an egg in my face. So the Titans actually look decent uh, on the weekend. So, but then they've been a bit here and there, and their defense hasn't been the best. So, yeah, I'm going to run with Roosters. Yeah. And then um, probably one of the easiest games to pick this week, we've got Rabbitohs Knights. I've gone with Rabbits. Um, I think, yeah, the Knights. As we mentioned earlier, and as Mark mentioned, they they just lack direction, and I think the, the Rabbitohs will do do quite well. Um, so yeah, I've gone with Rabbits. Yeah, the Knights. Apart from that game against Manly a um, couple weeks back or last week, um, yeah, they haven't been looking any chop at all. And that was a really big surprise result. So, barring any really big surprises like that, I think Rabbitohs should get that one pretty easily. Definitely. And um, this game here was actually the hardest for me to pick this week, which is um, the Raiders versus Broncos. I've gone with the Raiders, but um, I think both of these teams, if if the Bulldogs didn't exist, these are the worst two teams in the comp right now. Um, I think even performance-wise, they probably are. I think the Bulldogs are probably have got more reasons to be as bad as they are than these two do. Um, so I think any team could come out and win it, but I'm going with Raiders because it's in Canberra. Yeah, me too. It was, this is a toss of the coin game, really. Both both teams have been really bad. Um, but, yeah, at the toss of a coin, I went Raiders. It's hard to tell that one. Yeah, definitely. And that brings us to the first game on Sunday. We've got the Warriors versus the Storm. Um, I've gone with the Storm. I think um, the Storm has shown how good they are without um, without their their 
stars and with our origin players and um i'm just um it's it's sounding defeatist but i'm just hoping the warriors put in a great effort if they get the win it'll be fantastic but if as long as it's not like what it was on anzac day um if they take them to the limit um i think it'll be a good step in the right direction but i think the storm will still just be too strong i'm really disappointed in you brad um (laughs) (laughs) no i picked the storm as well yeah. um yeah we haven't had the best of runs against them the past couple of years so yeah it's hard to tip I against the storm and mark mentioned walsh is a big out for us see i, I tried was. to promise richard that i wouldn't talk about him this week since there was no warriors games but yes my beautiful boy reese walsh isn't playing and um yeah somebody has to talk about a huge miss. yeah a huge huge miss so i think i'll start up another podcast just the walsh hour Oh um, yeah, where I can just sit there and talk about him. I, I love him. But, that sounds yeah, amazing. Huge, huge loss. Thankfully, it's only a week, um, so we get him back for games that um, the Warriors um, have more of a chance of winning. Um, so yeah, fortunately, we both picked there. And then we've got Sunday's last game: Eels versus Tigers. I'm going with the Eels. Um, Eels are just looking good at the moment. Um, not affected that much by Origin, and they're playing at Bankwest. Yeah, I went Eels as well. Weekend just gone, they look to get their mojo back, so they should carry that on. Yeah, and then the final game's on Monday because it's a public holiday in Oz. Um, and we've got the the Bulldogs-Dragons. Um, they love they love putting the, the, the crappy teams in the very last game. <laughs> I don't understand it, but um, I've gone with Dragons. Um, I think the Dragons, we know we know on, on their biggest... Um, um person praising them to go all the way to the wooden spoon like i predicted but i think they'll just be too good for the bulldogs yeah i went dragons as well they looked pretty Doesn't... sharp last week and bulldogs just haven't looked sharp all year so dragons we just need we need the dragons to start dropping some games so we can actually have a chance of getting into the eight as a, as a selfish warriors fan here <laughs> um so yeah, before we go, um, move on. Simon's picks. He's got the um, Seagulls by six, Panthers by ten, Titans by four, Rabbitohs by ten, Raiders by four, Storm by eight, Eels by six, and Dragons by twelve. So you're you're confident in the the Warriors just losing? I think in my midseason review, I picked the Storm to win by sixteen. Um, but yeah, I'm hoping that yours is right, or we're all wrong, and the Warriors get a win um ideally yeah that's that's always the ideal situation so apart from origin we picked the same again so you're going to be ahead um when we come this week but i'll be ahead when it comes to origin um which we'll we'll count up in a different tally um all for, for all three games <laughs> um but yeah due to um challenge cup super league still a bit wishy-washy we've only had one game so yeah i'll cover that um next week um i'm just seeing there's no more questions um that i can see so we may as well wrap it up so everyone can go off and get ready for origin so um thank you ladies and gentlemen for tuning in and joining us tonight on the standoff with brad and richie for your weekly update on rugby league remember to tune into our show next week at 8 p.m nz time here on facebook or at your convenience on um iHeartRadio. just remember to search for new zealand sport radio um thanks again for, um, for joining me, Rich, and um, cheers everyone for the questions, and um, Mark for 
attempting to become our co-host here with all, all the intel just keep bringing us the info um yeah it's great that's yeah. really good and um yeah for everyone else listening as well um cheers for the all the comments and feedback and um we'll join you here next week mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cheers all. Go New South Wales. Go Queensland. Good night.